Okay, hey, Big Show Extra, I'm Tony Fox, and we have special guests stopping in here this morning, High Valley, which is Brad and Curtis. Hi, guys, how are you? Really good, how are you? I'm good, I'm really good. So, uh, you guys, I I know we played your song, uh, Make You Mine, which was a really cool bluegrass song. For a while, Thank and you. I should probably. Do you think I should play a piece of it to remind people? Yeah, you should probably remind people because there's two okay. people listening right now. Let's see forgot. if this will work. Where it'll actually get recorded too. There we go. Sounds, sounds good. good. You guys can sing along. Can you sing along? Studio with us, the uh, Make You Mind guys. I gotta stop this because I think it's gonna keep playing. Got a ring to it. There we go. Okay, yes. So, um, okay, so for you guys are still relatively new to country music. So, uh, tell everybody about yourselves, please. Well, we're brothers. That's step one. Okay. Yep. We can't even help it. Yeah, we've been uh, <laughs> we've been singing together since uh, our family. We got a really big family. We recorded a cassette. I'm sure you bought it. Uh, it came out in 1988. It was called the Rempel Family Gospel Cassette. Yes, I did. And I was yeah. four years old, and I had two songs on that one. The biggest hit was probably a song called Self Control, but I didn't know how to say control, so I sang Self Quintrol, like Q U I. Oh, I bet that was so a- cute. We didn't have a distribution deal, so you actually had to drive to mom and dad's house to pick it up. <laughs> that's honestly true. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was worth the drive. Yeah, I mean, totally. that's only, what, 57 hours from here? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're from we're from up by Juneau, Alaska, If you and I'm not making this up. If you look at Juneau, Alaska on a map, and you look at Montana on a map, follow Montana all the way north till you're east of Juneau. That's, that's where we're from. Wow, you guys are from really far north, Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to be down here, though. Oh, my God. So how cold does it get where you guys are from? I mean, I lived in Minneapolis for four and a half years, and it gets cold, but it can't possibly get as cold as it gets where you guys are from. I mean, here's the thing to put into perspective. If you're in Nashville, where we live, and you're trying to get to La Crete, Alberta, where we're from, Minneapolis is the halfway point. (laughs) So it it definitely hits 40 below um, every single year. Yeah. Or, I don't know, what, 10 days out of the year, maybe? Yeah, and that's without wind chill. If you add in the wind chill, it'll you. be way past 50. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. That's actually, you know, yeah, when I was in Minneapolis, um, my ex-husband and I actually argued about this, like, because when we moved from Minneapolis, because I would tell people, you know, there would be a few days during the winter where it would hit 30 below without windshield, and they'd go, and he would go, no, it doesn't, and I'm like, yes, it did. (laughs) I know, because I was working, I was, like, doing overnights at a radio station there, and I would have to ask the security guard, hey, can you go start my car? Do you guys have those things where you plug your cars in? Oh, yeah, yes. Do you have to do that with temperatures yes. that go that low? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Anytime it's below 20, 20 below or colder, you need to plug in your car or else there's no chance it's going to start. And uh, I, I sold cars for six years. I Did you? I was at Dodge dealership. And I had to wear a suit and tie every day and those, you know, dress pants and I've dress shoes. And when it was 40 below outside, yeah. all these cool, tough oil field guys wanted to look at jacked up diesel trucks. And I had to stand there with my, like, oh my God. flimsy pants on freezing my butt off but uh thankfully i survived so when it gets that cold do you still go out and like do anything outside i mean other than run to your car no that's literally the only thing you do when it's that cold i mean you just 
yeah, you you get in your car, and then when you're done driving, you get into another building. You know, that's all. Yeah. What, what I would do is run to my car, drive home, and book a vacation to Florida as fast as I could. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so now you're in Florida. Uh, you're visiting, and obviously now you tour everywhere. So how do you – do you handle the heat very well? Oh, yeah, we've been living in Nashville for eight years. Okay. And um, – we, you know, we grew up 500 miles from the nearest airport, and now we're only like 300 and some from the nearest beach. So we drive down to. We the, got the tan lines to prove it. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. We drive down to Pensacola Beach all the time in oh, Florida, and um, we actually recorded four of our songs on the Dear Life record in Florida. We wrote the songs in Florida, and um, if you listen to the lyrics of like uh, "Young Forever" and "Memory Making," there's a lot of nostalgia about the memories we have from all our trips and vacations out here on the beach. So you could say that maybe Florida kind of inspires you? It not only kind of inspired us, but it literally is like word for word written down in four of the songs, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome to know. Our state inspires you guys. So, okay, so you, you recorded like this gospel music when you guys were kids. So what happened from there? How did you guys end up getting from little kids and your family doing that to now what you do? Well, we had a uh, horrible CD. Our, our first CD is High Valley that we never, ever want you to hear. Where is it? What happened to it? Is it in print? or? Oh, yeah. We sold. It's uh, for sale at <laughs> Friesen's General Store in uh, right near the Arctic yeah. Circle. We were there the, when we visited last year, and I went to the lo- local general store, and they still had our first CD for sale. It was like 25 bucks. I was like, who's going to pay 25 bucks for a 20-year-old CD? Oh, my gosh. But I, either way, it was really bad quality, but a scam artist found it online and called our dad. And true story, he called our dad and said, I heard your boy's record, and for 60000 bucks, I could turn them into big stars, fly them out to Nashville. And thankfully, our dad didn't get scammed out of any money, but it did uh, kind of get the wheels turning for our parents. And okay. as a result of that scam artist calling, um, they started doing some research and found some studios in Nashville, and our dad actually mortgaged the farm. Oh, wow. Uh, true story. He, you know, bet the farm on High Valley, and he took that money from the bank and spent it on flying us out to Nashville to cut our first record. And how, now, there. when was this? How long ago was this? Long time ago, 2000. Okay. Yeah. So so, we've been doing this forever, but we've been making a living at it for about 10 years. Okay. The overnight successes exactly. that you are. Exactly. Do, you, do you, like, when people, does anybody say that to you and you just, like, roll your eyes? Oh, or? yeah, only every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, what can you do? So, okay, so Make You Mine is, has this, like, bluegrass flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of how your music, most of your music is? It, does it have this bluegrass flavor to it? Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, we... We're huge Ricky Skaggs fans, and we grew up playing, you know, strictly acoustic music as a family, and that's definitely a big part of, um, I guess, the way that we grew up. So that's something that we've always loved, and I think we're always going to love, but we love fusing that with, you know, more modern sounds, and that's, that's, that's what High Valley is. It's kind of old school and new school mixed together. Yeah. Now, you know, usually country music, you don't think of Canada, even though there have been quite a few Canadian artists to come out of Canada. So um, when it comes to listening to country music up there, is are there a lot of radio stations? Do you see the videos on TV? Like, yeah. where did you guys? Yeah, I mean, it depends on where you live. Like, most Canadians live within an hour of the U.S. border, right? So they live in Toronto or Vancouver. You know, Except for you guys. Yeah, we, we lived, you know. 17 hours north of the U.S. border. So we didn't even have radio. Like, we had radios, but when you turned them on, there's literally 
just static. So we never. Oh my God. We never got like pop radio until the 2000s, and I, I haven't lived in Canada for many, many years. But when I left, I hadn't even heard of Michael Jackson or anybody like that. When no, I, seriously. Dead serious. Yeah. When we just had records growing up, so um, when I got to Nashville, um, there's a songwriting party, and we all had to play our favorite song and say how it influenced us and. One of the writers played Billie Jean, and like an idiot, I raised my hand and said, excuse me, who's that girl singing? No, and you didn't. That's when I learned that I'd been living under a rock oh, my whole life. Oh, my God. Are you serious? This is a true story? Yeah, it's yeah. a true story. But now, I mean, we love Imagine Dragons. We love One Republic, Foster the People, Fits in the Tantrums, all this cool stuff. And we love Eric Church and Dirk Bentley and, and all the cool stuff we're finding. So, so uh, when you guys moved to the United States and started doing your thing— being from Canada, what is there something like really surprising that was so different about living in the United States that it's not like that where you guys came from? Uh, Amazon Prime was probably the biggest shock to the system. <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe that I never had to leave my house again. Just kidding. We leave our house every day for, yeah. <laughs> to go on tour. But for real, in our hometown, if it, like, right now, if you put something, if you want to send our mom and dad something, okay? You want to yeah. send them like... Uh, that guitar like right thousand dollars. You put it in a box and pay for overnight next day guaranteed FedEx delivery. Uh-huh. It will get to a town 500 miles south of us next day overnight guaranteed. And then sometime within the next few weeks, it'll arrive at a gas station in our town. And when our mom and dad call the gas station, says there's something for the Rempel family, the people pumping gas will go behind the counter and check. Oh, my God. Are you serious? And say yes or no. That's how next day guaranteed works in our So town. how many people are in your hometown? 10,000. Do you have, like, what do you have, like, one main road? Do you have a stoplight? Yeah, we, have, we just got our first stoplight a couple of years ago. <laughs> no kidding. It was front page news. There was an insert in the paper that explained that you could turn right on a red light. But oh, my God. That's hilarious. I think only 2% of the population read that article because nobody <laughs> turns right yeah. at that red yeah, light. Yeah. When we were home for Christmas, it was so frustrating because... People would be going to the hardware store, but they would not until the no, light turned green. No, they would just wait, 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 wait. Oh, my Close God. Green, baby. That's hilarious. So when you went to school, like, how big was your high school? There was 100 kids in my 10th grade and 50 graduated. There's a huge dropout uh, percentage just because once you turn 16, everybody goes to the oil patch. Really? And starts working in, in the oil fields. And um, I think it's changing now. There's more internet and people are more familiar with what's going on in the rest of the world but a few years back there was still like a 50% dropout rate in the wow. last couple of years. Kids were like I could either write a thousand word essay or I could go make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I yeah, think really. I'll go do that. Yeah I can understand that. So now do you guys get into those shows um what is that show like the bush people no. of Alaska or something have you guys ever seen that? No. No my buddies <laughs> have sent me little clips of it and like hey man you should watch this and I'm yeah. like hey I've I would, I mean, I can just call my sister and ask her to take a picture of her backyard. <laughs> it's like, growing up, our dad never went hunting one day in his life, um, but he had to kill two black bear on our yard just, oh my gosh. just for protecting us. One was on our basketball court, and um, the other one was literally like right, we came home from the school bus, and there's a black bear right there. So, wow. so we've experienced that in real life. We have to drive an ice road to get to our town today. The river freezes, and you literally drive on the river. Yeah, yeah. So, so you guys go ice fishing up there? No, it's like when I, you're from there, you just want to go don't to do Florida. It. I'm serious. You, yeah. you I, I did go ice fishing did one you? time. We didn't catch anything. 
But I, that it, just doesn't seem fun to me. Like, no, it sounds horrible. Yeah, you cut a hole. Just, you cut a hole in the river, yeah. and then you just lay there and look into it. And <laughs> right. So it's, like, it's the worst. So, so you know, in moving to Nashville, what are some of the uh, the recreational activities that you guys do that maybe you didn't do when you were growing up and stuff? Man, I consider finding good beef brisket sandwiches yeah? and good chicken fajitas <laughs> recreational activities. Oh, yeah. and hey, I consider it that, yeah. There's a lot more of that in Nashville. I love that. Honestly, uh, football. My kids have both been raised in Nashville. They're eight years old and six, and they're both quarterbacks, and they live and breathe football. So okay. we do flag football, then we do tackle football, then we do quarterback camps, and that whole football lifestyle is something we never had growing up, and yeah, I yeah, really yeah. got immersed in that. What team? Uh, what teams do you guys follow? Obviously, the Titans or yeah, some other team. My kids, like every other kid in America, love Odell Beckham Jr. so much. So uh, for fall break, we went and saw the New York Giants. Oh, really? Um, we have seen the Jaguars play in Nashville. We've seen. Um, they, they used to love Peyton Manning. Um, I mean, still do, but you know what I'm saying. Before yeah. he retired, so they follow a bunch of different quarterbacks. Very my cool. kid's name is Drew. So. He loves Drew Brees as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. How could he not, right? That's very cool. All right, so um, when it comes to country artists, is there, um, you know, do you have a group or some artists that you really look up to that it's like, God, if, if we could have a career like that, yeah, that, you know, that, that you have that in mind as your goal, so to speak? Man, um, we've always been so inspired by Ricky Skaggs, like, since we were kids, and he's just kind of been our our go-to uh inspiration yeah. as if far- you go to youtube and, and type in make you mind the official music video it's ricky skaggs singing the entire second verse by himself so, so did you guys get to meet him or oh, yeah, yeah we, we got to tour with him we got did to tour you? with him he sang on the record and uh, we've been able to do a handful of things with him and he's been super good to us and that's cool so i mean that was always our dream our dream yeah. was to tour with ricky skaggs and now it happened so now we're kind of like Shoot, what do we do now? So our, our new goal is Taylor Swift. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Well, Ricky Skaggs to Taylor Swift. I think it makes perfect sense. <laughs> we want to be, you know, we want to be on her next record. We want to tour with her, write a few songs. Okay. See if she donates us, you know, maybe one of her houses or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cars. Well, you know, you never know with her because, you know, things, word gets back to her about stuff. And, you know, she does all kinds of things. How She surprises her fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're fans. So, so you're fans. Yeah. I suggest you keep, like, working. So you guys work social media pretty well, don't you? Because I know I follow I like you on Twitter, so. and I seem to see you guys on there pr- uh, a lot. We try. Yeah. We try our hardest. That's a that's a great way though. I mean, that's something that you know back in the day artists didn't have, where yeah. you could literally reach out to your fans and talk to them one on one. So that's got to be pretty cool for you guys to have that tool. It is it is cool because I mean, after a show or leading up to a show, we're able to get feedback from fans and interact with them immediately. You yeah, know? we finish a show and boom, there's pictures and videos of every song online, yeah. and and we can see what the fans are saying. And uh, it's awesome until there's, you know, until there's like a hate tweet or something oh, that, d- then oh, we yeah. retweet it. And then our fans will just like destroy the destroy the hate. So you don't even have to say anything. Oh, you no. just retweet. Do you no. remember? Some, so what are some of like the best tweets, like the hate tweets? Do you uh, remember? I, I think because we grew up farming. So we we're on 1400 acres of wheat and canola. And obviously we were on tractors and combines like every day of our life. Yeah. And we did a video back in the day called On the Combine. And it's a song about farming and. And one of my favorite hate, you know, tweets ever was, 
a guy took a picture of that and said, these guys definitely never spend a single day on a tractor in their lives. Really? <laughs> that was kind of funny. I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah, that was awesome. That's so funny. Who? Which one was it? I just saw a tweet. Um, one of you was trying to decide pants to wear on a bus or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I went to uh, the mall the other day, and uh, I needed some comfy pants for the bus, you know, Stretchy because bus. when you're Oh, you were out, in the fitting room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was trying them on. I was trying to decide between gray or black. Right. And, uh, man, our our fans were all over the voting yeah. process. We got, like, hundreds of votes. They Did were you very really? opinionated. They, yeah. they either hated one or hated the other. Yeah. Well, which one ended up winning, the black or the gray? Uh, the black pants. Yeah, I got them in my suitcase right now. So so did you actually wait there in the store until you got the results? Or well, the we could tell you, but that would ruin our future <laughs> yeah, social media the, interaction. Yeah, I made, yeah, I may have. I let my wife make the decision. Yeah. But she had yeah. to do it online. Yeah, yeah. She had to vote. <laughs> She had to vote. I sent her the link, you know. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So hey, you guys... Speaking of that, my wife, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. My wife last night, she's like, oh, I love your new tour T-shirts. And I'm not saying this as a plug. She really said that. So she's like, do you mind if I wear it to the gym? I'm like, well, that's pretty weird. But if you're going to do it, you definitely do it on a day when I'm not at home. So she just called me and uh, she was at the gym wearing um, our tour T-shirt. And... The Dukes of Hazard one? Yeah, and then some guy that I know walked up to her and, and noticed that she was wearing my face on her shirt. So that's that's, that's a little weird. That's slash Why do you think it's weird that she's wearing a tour T-shirt? Um, You're just because husband? my friends are working like out local. in the same gym, <laughs> it just looks weird. It's like she's like a walking billboard or something. I don't know. <laughs> so only like, so if Nicole Kidman was wearing Keith Urban's face around Nashville, right. like would that not just be weird or? Unless know. it was intentional. Let's ask her. Can you tweet Nicole? Sure. Y'all yeah, get right oh. on that. I'm yeah. sure she'll answer just as fast as Taylor Swift will. No <laughs> oh, yeah. problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are both married. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. How long have you guys been married? Uh, I've been married oh, uh, five years <laughs> later this month. <laughs> okay. You better remember the date. It's coming the up. 24th, the 24th. The 24th. Yeah. Okay. No hesitation there. Okay. For me, uh, December 20th of 2003. So about to be 14 years. Wow. I was like a little child when we got married. Yeah, seriously. You've been almost half your life. Yeah. That's a good for you guys. So you, so I know you have kids. You, you both have kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brad's got two kids, and I've got two kids. Our youngest is seven months, and uh, and our boy is three and a half years old. Okay. And Brad, how old are your They're kids? They're eight and six. And you have boy, both you have boys, boys right, because you said you're both quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So, Curtis, do you get to... um. Do you can you take do you take them out on the road with you since they're still real young and they don't have to go to school? Yeah, um, sometimes we do. Whenever it makes sense, uh, if we're like four or five hours from Nashville, we will have conversations about taking our own car to the show and then coming back. You know, it's a lot of driving, but we we do it. We try to get them out to as many shows as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the summer, we had a second bus. We had one bus for the band and one band for the. Rempel clan, so yeah, that, yeah. that worked out really good. That's cool. All right, so, okay, so Make Your Mind was your song that, that we know that people who listen to the radio station. So what do you have going on right now as far as your music? Well, She's With Me is a brand new single, and it's ramping up right now. And honestly, this last week, it felt like kind of turned the, like the times are changing. All of a sudden, that was the song that people were singing just as loud as Make Your Mind. So it's starting to 
really feel yeah it's starting to happen and we're loving that you know having two songs instead of just one that people know off by heart and that, that's been pretty awesome let me let me see let me play along oh my there you go there's part of your song right this is I your latest it. single look at you access to music what do you got like the internet on that computer yeah or something? i got the internet i'm cheating So do you guys write your own stuff? Yes, ma'am. Yeah? I wrote that song about my wife sticking, uh, sticking with me through the horrible, long, uh, you know, beginning stages of this band and trying to get this thing off the ground. And and now, you know, she gets to do all the cool stuff and come to the award shows and um, ride on a tour bus and live a very, you know, we get to have so much fun together. But she was definitely there when the song says, When my dreams are running out a road. And the world around me is turning cold. Anyone else would up and leave, but she's with me. And um, oh, definitely I like very, that. very true lyrics. Yeah. So speaking of award shows, so CMA award show coming up. Yeah. Are you guys like in, in are you guys going to be there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tonight we ride the bus through the night to get back for the CMAs. Wow. So we'll see you on the red carpet. Do you have, now our guys, well, country guys usually, you guys you know, all of you dress kind of different mm-hmm. for the award shows than, like, you know, you watch the actors. They always just have the same old tuxedos on. Do you guys get into, you know, the outfit you're going to wear? Like, do you have it all picked out? Did your wives yeah. pick it out? What's the deal? Um, we, I mean, we definitely try to dress up, and uh, our wives play into it a lot. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. We have uh, some tough, you know, Follow up because last year we made best dressed with Carrie Underwood. And Did you? This year, though, Mike Fisher, our buddy, Carrie's husband, is, yeah. you know, he retired from hockey, so yeah. now he's going to the awards with Carrie. So, you know, that kind of amps the game up just a little bit because now we got to compete with him and his wife. So we'll see what's up. And, I mean, if you hit the best dress list last year, you got to work double hard, I think, yeah, to make it. Yeah, you don't want to make year. the worst dress list yeah. the next year. That's true. So you guys must have looked good. I don't. What did you guys wear? Did, so did you have like any of those color tuck? You know, some people do those color tucks, which are uh, can be fun. Mine was red. Yes. It yeah. Was, okay. It was red. Yours is red. Mine was gray, so that's not really super flashy. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So compared to your wives, how long do you guys take to get ready for the CMAs? Uh, I'm pretty fast. Five yeah. minutes. Ten. Thirty. Well, yeah, I don't know if that's true because we have to go downtown like four hours out of time, sit in this chair with yeah. all these stylists. Yeah, forever. we gotta go get you know makeup done. Believe it or not, uh, our hair. It's really pathetic. You're not gonna play this interview for anybody to hear, are you? No, no okay, one will good. listen yeah. to it at all. Good. Yeah, we don't want anybody <laughs> yeah. to know that. So, I mean, if I was getting ready on my own, I would just you know yeah. do my hair at home, put yeah. on the suit, head to town. But you know they. The label has us come in early, and then they've got a makeup artist and yeah. hairstylist and wardrobe people there to make sure everything's, you know, uh, steamed and ironed. Right, and, right, right. And looking tip-top. So it's a bit of a process. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. But it's fun, right? Oh, it is really fun. fun yeah. yeah. And now you guys have been nominated for some country uh, awards in Canada, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we've been awarded up up there, um, thankfully, quite a bit. And we just found out that we're having our first gold single down here in the United States with Make You Mine. Nice! It's 
Supposedly any day now it's going to hit gold, which is just amazing. That's exciting. Yeah, thank you. Are you guys going to have a party? I would think so. Probably some Mexican food involved. Yeah. (laughs) Mexican food and sweet tea. Nothing like it. Very nice. All right, guys. So um, she's with me. That is the latest single. And we'll see you on the red carpet yes, at the will. CMA Award Show. And we may see you again in Jacksonville. We certainly hope. Um, and uh, what else? Well, I guess we'll, uh, see you. We'll, we'll see you very soon here in Jacksonville. We can't say when and where, but it's coming up. That's in the awesome. New year. That's awesome, and hopefully we'll be playing some of your music and uh, all that kind of good stuff. Thank you so much for coming in and putting up with all my questions about Canada. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it.